My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so. Good evening, Patriots. And tonight is Saturday, February 3rd in the year 2024. Tonight is, again, our part of our new Saturday night show, which is Gospel of Peace. And we're going to bring on Michelle and Leah here in just a moment. Uh, this is, and I just got an update from Pete Chambers. He just called in and let me know that mission complete. So they are apparently uh, com- done with the revival down there on the border. They're starting to close down. I don't know if our live stream is still going, but um, that's uh, great news. And Pete was doing a tremendous amount of work today. We're going to pray for him tonight and everybody else, uh, making sure there was all security was in place, no issues, 
today whatsoever, which is fantastic. Um, our federal government did not have the opportunity to try to put people in jail like they did in January 6th because this one was based in prayer and the strength of our God, not their satanic rituals that they like to live on. So this is part of the new war in which we fight and we win. Patriots, just real quick, make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep. We all struggle for that. The best place to go for that is my pillow. You can head over to mypillow.com forward slash bards. You get your promo code bards, B-A-R-D-S. Take a look at that landing page. There's all sorts of great products on sale and everything right now gets free shipping. So you've got, you know, my favorites. I've said this so many times, Giza cotton sheets, MyPillow 2.0, a, a down comforter and a duvet. Get that package right there and you are in the money. You're sleeping like a baby. And every time you jump in bed, you're going to be like, I never want to get out. And that's the only downside to it is it's so comfortable. When your alarm goes off at 4 or 5 in the morning, you're like, oh, seriously. Because you want to stay in there and just continue to sleep. But it's a great way to get a, ensure yourself to have a good night's sleep, keep yourself healthy and strong. So that's good. So, again, MyPillow, forward, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Okay, so I think Michelle's here. Are you around? I'm here. Hey, what's going on? Cap Captain Kesterson. Captain Kesterson. Yeah, that's right. That was Pete was there on just called me in the beginning of the show. So if you heard the ring, that was Pete to let me know everything was good, mission complete. And I just want to let everybody, I want to say this again. This, in tremendous amount of effort and, and great organization and great effort, um, Jamie and Rob Aggie just over the top. And I would he just, knocked it out of the park. He did. And then Pete Chambers uh, could not have done it without Pete Chambers. Lieutenant Colonel retired Pete Chambers Special Forces, who is literally the nation's point man on the border. As he said, would begin. it all began with a man, a dog, and a horse. And, uh, <laughs> and now he's got literally ever. an army. He's moving down there, and he's doing everything he can to secure the border. And I see Leah's coming into the scene here in just a moment, so that's good. But she gonna... is. So I did, I did. I checked our live stream, which your live stream and I, you know how I am about competition. I mean, there's no secret there. Your <laughs> live stream, which I'm streaming, by the way. Yeah, I know. From my home. Thank for you. you. Thank you very much. Right. We, we At appreciate times it. reached nearly 1700 people watching. That's fantastic. It's phenomenal. Yeah, Good job, Bart's Nation. Hay. All the while you're pushing hay with your. ATV. Oh, yeah. So this and is I'm, a great and thing And I'm today. working hard on this live stream, building your audience for you. The Rumble audience. The Rumble audience, which I really can't take a, 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 that much credit for that because I think that a lot of that was Nikki, but um, sharing it out. Oh, so I just Nikki. need to make a quick call out. We, we do need to make a quick call out to Nikki. Yes, she absolutely rocked it today for everybody. She was... Um, doing an incredible job of getting not only getting information out but bringing information in so nikki was finding links that we could rely on and we could use nikki found the vimeo link thank you very much link nikki. it was a rough day for streaming a rough start yeah it was really rough streaming. but it so really they saved us did indeed so thank you nikki as always you're doing thank a you, nikki. fantastic job on social media she's got all those back channel groups she does. All your, all your little secrets. Can I do, I need to do something. Hey, so li lift, Leah, lift Leah's mic. You. No. Lift Leah's li mic. Le lift Leah's mic. I don't know that I can. No, just like I got that. it all falling apart. Esper, oh, no, good. no, just oh. elevate. There you okay. go. Okay. Listen to me. Yes. Everybody. Okay. And Mr. Kesterson. Okay. Who does not promote his own website enough. Oh, thank you. 
<laughs> bardsnation.com. Thank you. Community.bardsnation.com. Both, both will get you there. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the community over at bardsnation.com is absolutely phenomenal. That website that Charlie built and Hannah helped on is literally a home run. It's, yeah. it feels like going home. Now I have been on Mr. Kesterson yes. to be participating more on the website, but until he gets it in gear to do that, everybody else can still go and have a wonderful time. Yes, they can. Community.bardsnation.com community.bardsnation.com. Do you send Nikki some of the farm updates, like the videos you sent us? Yes, I will. Moving? I'm going to do some more tomorrow. They're a little bit better. And then have her, because you guys want to see all the cool you things wanna see, he's doing. You want to see Mr. Kesterson pushing round bales with an ATV. Mm -hmm. Everybody on the planet would like to see that. <laughs> so here's And a, I think, go ahead. like, even like those little videos from Liam. Yeah. Send oh. those over to Nikki. Nikki Mustar. Corey Terry's son, Liam. Well, let, let's let's get Corey's singing. Let's get Corey's approval on that. Of course, Just, first. Yes. Has been, but I think I can tell the story. Has been randomly singing praise and worship songs for the past three days. Yes, and isn't that Corey, amazing? Corey and his wife are like, "What is going on with my anointed child?" It has to do with the convoy. He's, I think it totally does. He knows where his dad's heart is at, and he's singing. He singing absolutely does. How he can rain down the angels. Oh, Corey just said approved. So we got it. Nikki, you got the approval. We'll send that stuff over to you. Thank you, Corey. So thank you, Corey Terry. <laughs> so folks, the um no, so that we were talking about the ATV videos. It's totally off topic today, but anyway, it was a little innovation of having to move some big twelve hundred pound round bales and didn't have the tractor with the spike. So how do you move a round bale without a tractor with a spike? Use your ATV and use a toe strap and then you use your ATV to push the round bale around the farm. That's it. They got to see it, though. I know. It's you, pretty you neat, You can't though. explain it in words. I know, but it's pretty <laughs> this neat. This is a visual only. <laughs> yes, it's, indeed it is. It was pretty cool, though. It's pretty fun. The spud bar right there in the middle. What's he going to do with that? He's going to yeah. pull it over. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here we go. This is what we call leverage. Leverage. <laughs> leverage. Leverage. We've moved. We have pushed some of those. No, round one. Bables. One round bale, and it yeah. took, like, Four of us. It was a, it was a, it was a, well, the can I just put the Cantrell family out of business. Hope you know this. I mean, this you was a this was the family event of moving with those round bales with Paul. And now I can do it with a single man ATV. It's like that. You don't need the Cantrells. No, don't tell the Cantrells that. <laughs> yeah, when they get back, just, they got to move the round bales. I'm gonna be like y'all. No. no keys to the ATV. You guys are gonna have to go do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is called farm workout. Although oh, I think very that good. Maybe, you know, there's um, workouts, it's totally off topic for the show. I'm sorry. You know, those workouts that they have you do sometimes, like we have this exercise trail that's been there since I was a kid locally. And one of them is literally to just like push against a, a solid object, mm -hmm. a bar. Yeah. So I think that maybe Scott Kesterson, you could try that with the round bale. Just like, I'm going to try to move this. That in and of <laughs> itself could be a workout. Just like push against it, try mm -hmm. to move it. See what happened. Well, I did. I mean, did you see a year ago my Christmas video? Like I was rolling those things on top of the hill up there because I was rolling in the, them with your arms. And, and dropped them off the tractor, then had to move them around by hand. They were kind of heavy. Downhill or uh, flat surfaces? It was Let's on the top the of a hill. What's that? It was on top of a hill. But did which, you tell them what happened with the last round bale? Oh yeah. Okay. So the the first round bale, first round bale experiment of moving the round bale was a colossal <laughs> failure. And some a couple of technical oversights. So um, we pulled one off and put it into the trailer, with, in the Jeep trailer, 
And so I drove the Jeep trailer up because I was going to put it on the back pasture. And we backed the trailer down. And then I dumped the round bale because we, into the field. And it rolled over. And I hadn't quite fin- cleared the fence yet. So it went through the fence, which is a fence we're taking down anyway. So I didn't worry about it. Oh, okay. But then the dumb thing happens because I know round bales. <laughs> and I know that when you when you let a round bale roll, you need to take off the binding twine. And we had a, we had a strap on it as well t- to get it in the trailer. Well, I didn't take either off. So as I cleared it from the fence, it was it was literally like a Mr. Bean moment. Like you just watch this round veil roll down the hill and down the hill. And it and it's like watching a hole in one golf at, at like mini golf. <laughs> because it's like it's not really gonna do this, is it? And it like hits the <laughs> bank and it flips up and it goes right into the pond. Done. Over and done. Just like that. So all this effort we had, Paul Paul was laughing so hard. I was sitting there just, I didn't even know what to say. Paul was about ready to double over in laughter. He was he was laughing so hard as he just, we watched this round veil just slowly just roll down the hill and pick up momentum like an avalanche and go right into the pond. You're like, okay, that idea didn't work. <laughs> yeah, there's no getting in front of it either to stop it. Maybe no, it would kill you. you do not want to get in front of it. It would kill you, veil. but you could, you could, you never know. You, get, you, get, you would get run over. You would get run over. So it's, yeah. So speaking of getting run over, yes, uh, I, we were greeted with a message this morning, and we, we can't give too many details, but um, there's one story that Doc uh, Pete Chambers tells told, and I don't know who wants to tell it, uh, but I was floored because I guess there were some agitators, some pro-abortion Antifa people that oh, showed this is up the last best. night. Yeah, this is the best story ever. This is the best so story. So tell it. Okay, so they're setting up for the convoy, and it was last night, and the convoy, they won't let anybody in until the convoy comes in. And they've got the whole sheriff and police group down there escorting the convoy, and it's all in. And lo and behold, a agitator group arrives, and they're, like, well-funded because they've got one of these big tour buses, right? And it's all – it's got the wrap on it, and it's all – What did the wrap say? It's just – I couldn't see it from the photo, but you could – it's, like, orange and blue, but it was at a distance where, they, where I saw it. And so they've got, Pete said, everything anti-Jesus. It was literally like mm-hmm. pro-abortion, probably, they probably had like pro-Satan church or something, who knows. But they were all there, mm-hmm. Antifa, BLM stuff all over it. <laughs> so the convoy's late. And Pete says, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a massive Glory. hailstone storm hits. Jesus. I mean, it just like pours hail. Jesus, <laughs> coming from the sky. It is. And he said it just pummeled everything. And on top of it, CBS had shown up because this was a hit piece. This was all staged. And he, CBS rolls in and they're interviewing these folks. There's nobody around. And they're interviewing them. They're getting all ready to do this hit piece on them. And the skies open up and it just dumps hail. And he said hail for 30 minutes, just poured this hail. This is a fire and brimstone. Oh, my gosh, Leah. Fire and ice. Fire and ice. There's your word. Fire Fire and ice. ice. Literally, ice came from the sky the day that you sent Pete the ice word. Or was that today you sent the word? I got the word on Friday. And then you sent it today? The Lord said, yeah, fire and ice. So we had ice from the sky. And he said it pummeled them so mad they left. And here's the best part. It never touched the convoy. It cleared. And as it it was clearing, as the convoy came in and as they rolled in, it was all cleared and over. Pete was like, So none of their cars got like pot marked from the hail or anything like that. None of them. Just the enemy. This is a God. (laughs) This is what we call biblical wrath. This is an Egypt moment. Yes, it is. Coming out of Egypt. This is one of the 10 plagues. It is. uh, God, God, it's a plague. 
Yeah. So God, God put all the plagues, and one of the plagues was hail. I'm, I'm ready to see Antifa get frogged. <laughs> yes. Or frogged, or frogged. Locust. I'm yeah. telling you, this is awesome. This will be the best. Frogged. It was. That's it. What the hail is we, going on? Right I didn't here. say it. Hang on a minute, Leah Faith, because you know I was going to say that. And I held myself back because this is the family show. Hey, Mr. Ketcherson hey, hasn't cursed hey, since hey, Bart's Fest, hey, mostly. Mostly. It's literally H-A-I-L. Mostly, hey, mostly. You said it, and now everybody is thinking it. Hey, so Leah, Leah knocked out a powerful word today. I'm going to read it. i got to find it. Okay. Okay, because you knocked out it. It was like you knocked it out of the park today. Like you've been knocking it out of the park in your words all week, but here, here's this. I want to read this because this was really powerful. As soon as I find it, wherever I put it, um, it's up here. It's come and come and come and go back into our notes. Okay, so this word was when you live on the fringes. This was all in reference to what's going on down at the rally today. And so we kind of want to zero in on this tonight. When you live on the fringes, they will pull you in if you aren't careful. They meaning evil, fire can be used for good and destruction. When natural man begins to war game the scenarios the deep state has laid out for us, it leads to war. That is why we need the spirit and righteous men and women to harness the energy of the right way and take the demons out. Amen. Mm. So good. You know, th th we probably should reference this word because it did go out um, with on, on Infowars and people might, might have a question on this. Ivan Ranklin, we, we love him. He's 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 wild. He's fire. Okay, mm -hmm. so he goes on Alex Jones and he says, um, "Pretty much, we're going to terminate." If people. they take out Trump, we're coming for you. We know who you are, right? And and we'll repay in kind is what he says. So, you know, what my first thought when I saw that was, um, well, first of all, Ivan's a constitutional lawyer, so he should know what he's saying. So, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little bit uh, of like a weight in Ivan's camp that I wouldn't put in most, most people's camp. Right. Like he's a legit constitutional lawyer. So I'm like, do you know what you're saying? I mean, you should, you know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but I think that sometimes people say things that other people are thinking mm -hmm. and they put to, and, and some people don't have the filter that the rest of us know because we don't want the SWAT team showing up at our front door. Right. right. And, you know, I think a lot of us have, have war gamed in our, in our heads and in our hearts this is to your to your, to the word that I felt like the Lord gave me mm -hmm. on that was um, when we war game in our in the natural. I'm not going to say the flesh because that kind of connotates sin. I'm just going to say natural, like you're not in like the heavenly realm, right? Because we all think about things in the natural, you know. Um, and so w when we war game in the natural, we can end up um, if we don't mix it with a little bit of spirit. I mean, we you get a lot of great answers in the natural, uh, but when you're dealing with the supernatural and you war game in the natural, you're going to end up in war in a war that you will lose. hundred percent. Leah, that's so good. This is really a, a moment in time that we have to be very centered in Holy spirit. And I, this is where you have to really start respecting the power of what we're dealing with here. This is a spiritual war. And if mm -hmm. you're not anchored, it's going to creep in and it's going to creep in. We've seen it happen a lot in, in, within people that we, I think I would say we've even been surprised at that people have all of a sudden gone from like really straight solid in faith and then all of a sudden a switch flips and the next thing they're talking about is like, we're going to guns, we're going to go like kill them all. And you're like, where did that come from? Like seriously, mm -hmm. like just like step down. And, and there's a, some of this is a, a high pressure 
we're in a very intense environment right now in, in the sense it of, is of very intense. spiritual and informational, right? So this is pretty amazing. And when you're not keeping your armor up and you're not truly like praying into that always and, and constantly because mm-hmm. you, you've got to reinforce it, enemy's looking for a gap. It can mm-hmm. be a moment of, of, of fear. It can be a moment of anger. It can be either, either one of these, any of these things. It can be a moment of doubt. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, the enemy's going to weasel its way in and it's going to try to mm-hmm. turn that into an emotional piece. And uh, Michelle caught me doing it one night. I mean, I literally did it. I was not, it was in a rant and she texts me and says, uh, you might want to go back and t- listen to what you just said. And I was really stunned because I went right off that cliff in the middle of a rant, went back and edited it. Just so I said On the show. It. On the show. <laughs> yeah, I did. But God can bring you back. And I think that, that what, what happens is you're, you're running, you're running, you're running. And mm-hmm. then if your natural man gets ahead of the spirit, um, because so many of the things that we're dealing with now are so atrocious. Yes. And you want to do something and you want to wake people up. So you feel like a hypocrite if you're not actually doing something. Right. And so the question is, what can I do? And you feel like a caged animal, um, like a caged lion, if you're not able to go out and just do something. Right. And that and that kind of this is an age old thing where you've got 14 year olds who want to go and join the war because Mm -hmm. they're just just, oh, I got to do something. Right. Right. And then the question is, are you are you doing the right thing? True. I mean, that just, that's always back to how are we walking in alignment with Christ? I think that's the big one. I mean, there's such a defined and such a refined balance. And it's really, we have a, what I consider to be very, very profound moments when, and one of those most profound moments are flipping a table and pulling out a whip. I mean, that you've taken the mm-hmm. son of God to a level of literally physical anger. I mean, that, And so when we dig into that moment, we find all sorts of horrible things going on, right? We also find this incredible level of control and in measured response. And I, I, I constantly use that moment when he's in between the accusers and the adulteress, where he disarms the men mm-hmm. with reflection into themselves and then sends mm-hmm. her on her way to say, go and sin no more. Profound moment mm-hmm. to me. So we have to constantly seeking those moments because there's no question. I mean, even in the, in the garden, when he says he's, he can call on Father to have legions come down. I'm paraphrasing, but legions come down of angels. But instead, he's going to stand that moment. We know his power, but it's it's the meek warrior. And we really have to assume that place of meek warrior and just let our father guide our hand, not, the as you're saying, the man guide our hand, right? And that goes to the convoy. So yes. what Robert and, and Jamie and Mark Anthony and Kim Gator and all these people put together, the truckers uh, convoy from the previous trucker convoy, mm-hmm. got, the, got everybody there safely from Virginia, uh, the ins and outs, they got this together in three weeks. And uh, maybe you want to tell um, tell everybody about how Doc uh, did confront some some patriots who were there to do a little bit more kinetic engagement. And uh, he said that, that that's not what we're here for. Yeah, and so it's interesting. They had some people show up early, and they were kind of going down to muck it up on the border a little bit, and that's what they really thought this was about. And, hmm. and as uh, Pete and his team discussed with them what the objectives were. Here's what was really good. They simply said, lots of respect, not what we expected. We're not, this is not literally why we came down here, but we bless you and go on your way. And so they, everybody left on good terms. But those that came down with the intention, I think this is what's so important, is the intention of this entire event was set in prayer. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was confirmed in prayer. And mm-hmm. you had 
even like today, Pastor Rod Barker down there just knocking it out of the park. He was sitting there doing mm-hmm. revival and the whole thing. So, oh yeah, everybody knocked it out of the park. Everybody's preaching like a Rod Parker. I was like, <laughs> yeah, what? It was awesome today. It was good. It was like another Bards Fest down there. It really was. It that's you know what it it, it literally felt like Bards Fest to me. Mm-hmm. And I want to take you know I'm really glad that we're doing this show because I think the live stream is still going and I'm going to keep checking it throughout the evening. Um, but the last I checked, Rod was still up there preaching like a like a preacher. And um, what I'm so excited about is here at the end of the day, you know, it's nine, it's almost 930 down there uh, in the evening. So pretty much the close of the night, nothing really can or will happen at this point. And all of the people, and I'm sorry, like, I, I want to like, just go full nana, 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 like a child, because they were acting like children. Don't go down there. You're going to get January 6th. You're going to you know, all this stuff, like the Charlie Kirks and the Jack Basovics and, and all the people that said, don't go, don't go, don't go. They were wrong. They were dead wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. And I did this on a live show trying to get everybody to come and watch the live stream that we were doing on Bards FM, Podbean and Resistance Chicks, or not Podbean, Rumble and Resistance Chicks Rumble. And I said, listen, everybody that was listening to the Holy Spirit to go went. And everybody that was saying, don't go, Here's why they were so mistaken and how they could be mistaken, because they don't understand what happens when you go against the enemy with the power of God. They back down every single time they had a January 6th uh, former prisoner who's running for Congress there up uh, speaking. Ryan Scott Zink, he's 34 of Lubbock, Texas, that that man got up there and he spoke so much fire. Now, I don't know his story, but I know he is not in jail right now. Mm-hmm. And he was so full of the power of God. I want to get him on our show. Mm-hmm. He was leading people to he Jesus. Was, he was literally leading people to Jesus. Awesome. So here's the deal. He's not in jail right now. I can't speak to the other January 6th people and their faith, but I know that this man is not in jail because of his faith in God, because he took the power of God to the enemy and said, no, you don't. And so when we do that, when when the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, then they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. There are a lot of strongholds down there, and a lot of people are getting visions of the Leviathan. And and Scott, you were talking about the octopus vision that everybody's Mm -hmm. getting of these snakes and the kraken and... Like all this stuff. This is a giant ruler and principality down there. And so, yeah, there could have been infiltrators. They could, this could have turned into another January 6th, but it didn't. And here's why because they went at it with the power of God. And when you do that, then they cannot defeat you. They cannot infiltrate you. They don't want to touch you with a 10-foot pole. And I have living experience from this when the state or the county or the townships, when they come at you and they're like, we're going to tell you what to do. When you go cray-cray Christian at <laughs> these people. Dead, and I have to tell you, they run away. Cray-cray Christian. <laughs> they all want cray-cray Christian today. That you freak them out because they're like, I don't know what to do with you because somewhere in the back of my head, they're they're then this is what they're thinking. Somewhere in the back of my head, I know there's a God and I don't want to get struck by lightning or die in a car wreck. Or hail. Or get hailed or hail. to death. Hail. Well, so here's what's interesting is this isn't just limited to there, the whole event, right? So we had the hail thing. We also started out the day and I got this note coming through. Nikki sent it over to me to, to people we have, and I confirmed it with a bunch of other people I know in the two thirty one. Apparently today, when the Biden administration was telling them to go do biometrics on every person there at the event, what we understand is NSA told them no. 
They will not really? do this. This is a huge move internal. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that was wow. that came out this morning, and I confirmed it with an. I, I say confirmed the best that we can okay. confirm. I've said, "Have you heard of this?" And a number of mm-hmm. people had heard the same thing from different sources. Now, could it be a psyop? Of course, but nonetheless, the word was in enough in enough random accounts that technically shouldn't be related. The word was coming out of the same thing. So there's a high indication that NSA stood down today on that illegal event. So I got something um, from Dr. Diamond. I have no idea where he got it. And this was yesterday. Major fight in the NSA. Biden has ordered that facial recognition of Americans all along the border with Mexico he uh, be collected and stored because white racists are going to attack migrants and border control- patrol. Leaders at NSA, as of one hour ago, are refusing the orders. This is a, is massive courage on the part of these individuals. Border Patrol agents are leaking that a false terrorist attack activity is planned for tomorrow. Border agents are working with Texas to defuse this criminal act by the Biden administration. A dozen members of liberal NGOs have already been arrested dressed as Trump supporters. These have been caught after running license plates and identifying them. These liberals have been caught with machine guns. Border Patrol tipped off Texas law enforcement last Friday. Proud of the officers at Fort Meade, whom God has placed there to oppose this illegal spying on citizens. Biden wanted a dragnet like what was done in J6. The NSA meeting this morning was very heated. FBI memo leaked yesterday to Texas police at about 4.40 p.m., framing the planned assault by two racists, likely to be persons under government-run psychiatric care and psychotropic medicine. So... That's what we received yesterday. So I think that that was what ever, what was going around by everybody. I just wanted to read the full. Yeah, the no, full that's, thing. that's even, uh, even if that wasn't true, we do know that they wanted to, they would they want to put a dragnet around you. But let's just um, take a minute and just stand in awe of the man that is Doc P. Chambers. Oh, thank you, absolutely. His body is is going at, at a war pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hasn't really slept in two or three weeks. Uh, I know he said he 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 sat in a chair for an hour and a half in like a forty eight hour period, mm-hmm. no sleep. And then when he wanted to take a rest, there were some patriots that drove intercessors that drove twenty hours to give him a word, and he went back at it, and they anointed the ground again. So Michelle, you were talking about when you go at it when the power of God, you're you're safe and all these different things. But you know, when we were at Bard's Fest, and I've been at different events when this doesn't happen. Uh, somebody had come came up to me and said that they came early and they walked the perimeter and anointed it and and um, uh, protected it with a bunch of, with like three or four other people. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have been at events that have not been walked, and they you you can sense it. And they I think that these intercessors were like, we have something else. We need to come to walk and make sure. And so on the one hand, what what's happening is that. Um, you had a lot of people who were sensing the evil and you could sensing the pushback of the evil. The, 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 the problem is, is that when you don't know Jesus really know him, like you're a Christian, I get it, but you don't know the spirit of God. You know, Paul, Paul knew he had to go to Rome and there was a prophet that came up to him and said, Paul, and he bound his hands like this. And he said, this is what's going to happen to you. Don't go. And Paul said, yeah, I, I know I'm going to, I have to go though. Right. Like that's where I'm going. Like I, you don't need to give me a word. I'm going to be fine. And nothing, here's the thing about nothing could harm Paul. He was a night and a day in the ocean. He was left for dead on the outside of a, a city. He was uh shipwrecked. Right. 
But but he knew that no matter what was happening to him, God told him, you're going to go to Rome. You're going to go to Caesar. And so when you've got a word from God, like Robert and Jamie and, and, and Doc did, and you, you said, okay, convoy, what does that mean? What does that look like? Okay, then it doesn't all go together on its own. Okay, it's not like evolution where you put all the, you know, the laundry in the in the dryer and then it folds itself. No, <laughs> God gives you a word, then you've got to go to work to make it happen because you're his hands, you're his feet, and you start bringing in all these people who work their tails off. Yeah, absolutely. That's so good. That is so good. This is there's so much of that in this event. And yes, Doc Chambers. I mean, this is the randomness of this too, right? So you have Rob and Jamie, and they're gonna push things on the border. Doc gets wind of it. So he reaches out to them, talks to them, and then the engine of war begins. I mean, literally, Doc kicks into <laughs> high gear. I mean, he literally lights it, lights it up. And what Leah just said yeah. is no exaggeration. I think Doc said that uh, in the last 48 hours, he's had about an hour and a half of sleep. He has been running hard. Um, he was running perimeter security all day today. His team has done incredible work. And I, I have to leave that to him of what he will discuss or not discuss. That's it's that way. But let's just say he had it under control. <laughs> he had it under control, and I, I think that uh, some of our evil met its match. Let's put it that way, right? And it's really good. And the other thing that Doc is so good at is he was engaging people. So not just you've, mm. you. If you were paying attention, like when they they turned the vector on him few days ago and they started calling him a fake a fake green beret accused him of being a pedophile this was coming up in social media and i and i was talking to doc and it was hard i mean those are, i've been through that those are brutal brutal attacks on you and doc did the exactly right thing he took a breath prayed and turned the engine on and went fine i'm going 100 on the offensive and the next thing <laughs> he's like he's on alex jones and then he's on tucker and then he's on cbn Right. I mean, it's just like, bam, bam, bam. And he was and he's, on AJ again a second time. Yeah, he was on AJ, AJ twice. You're right. So, I mean, he just took the, and this is the way we win this. It just, whether it's your circle is big or small, you win this by going into the enemy, literally fight all Doc the time. Doc has not had this level of exposure. And I would say that, um, I'm not going to toot anybody's horn, but I would say that Bards Fest was a way of preparing him. I think we all have different steps along the way. Agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. And he got to have another, um, he got to get a little, another piece of his armor at Bards Fest. Yes, he did. To do what they did here. Both you know, Bards Fest. Both, both Bards U Fest. Yuba yeah. City and Flemingsburg. Because he, what the, the position that Doc pu was put in by God in Texas was the leader of Texas. Uh, Gabbett, or uh, Abbott, Governor Abbott. Gabbett's Gabbett. good. <laughs> yeah, Gabbett there. He's not the governor no. of Texas, right? These seats are, and I'm not even going to say demonically held because, I mean, this is a word from God, guys. Uh, when we interviewed Candace Keller and Ron Hood, uh, they were running for governor here in Ohio. Ron Hood was uh, like a 25-year um, House representative in, in the state house, one of probably the top five we've ever had as far as constitutional um, conservative he said, uh, Leah, it doesn't matter who sits in that governor's seat. It's demonically held. We have to take it spiritually, spirit-filled, spitfire of a man. And um, so that's what we ran with. These seats are demonically held. I have some good news for you. The Lord's given me a vision. The Texas governor's seat was vacant, and it wasn't demonically held because the patriots had taken back that seat. Robert and Jamie being amongst them, and, and some of their um, mean, some of their political means might 
seem unconventional um, with their Republic of Texas push, um, but it worked and it's working because they're, they're standing on the idea with the idea of the Republic of Texas. They're standing on a constitutional ground that states are more like nations. OK, so we're the United we, States, but in Europe or other parts of the world, they're a nation is called states. a state. They're, they're nation, nation and state. What you don't understand are interchangeable words. Mm-hmm. So we are the United Nations. Just FYI, okay? And each state is supposed to be autonomous so that you should be able to protect your borders. Just like Victor Orban is is saying in Hungary, we are a nation, we can protect our borders. So Governor Gadot, you know, Abbott is, you know, he's saying what he needs to say. And here's the cool thing. I don't believe that Governor Abbott got to this place on his own. He was forced as a puppet because when you take back the seat, you have to then those who say. are in the seat yeah, do good. what God is going to Amen. tell them to do. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I don't I don't know the, the behind the scenes of what's going on, but I believe the people, the true people and the patriots and the Christians of Texas have elected Doc Pete as their governor in the spirit realm in heaven. So when you have God's will being done on earth as it's done in heaven, then Doc Pete operates outside of a system that's corrupt, right? So he doesn't have the title of governor, but what he just proved is that he's the the general and 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 kind of de facto leader de facto leader right now of of a movement in Texas. Hundred percent, and that's that's evident in the way every everything he put together and the way he he stood there. I mean, Pete's it's presence. A Washington moment. It is a Washington. It's a, it's a George Washington moment. It was both political, military, governance, and what he said is, "I'm not political. I'm I'm in governance." That was a prophetic word. I've heard people say that before, but the way he said it was was so powerful. I'm governing. I'm governing. I'm governing right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm governing. Hey, yo, governance, governance, and there's a spiritual thing you can do there. And what they did and the word the Lord gave me, and by the way, pray for Jamie because she fell and broke her wrist mm-hmm. to last night. Yeah, but did you hear fracture? about the break? Did you hear about the fracture? Yeah, go ahead and tell him. Well, the fracture is amazing. There's a specific name for it, and I'm, I'm Corey Terry's in chat. He probably knows what it is. But it the fracture is actually a cross. When they under the under the X-ray, it shows. A doc told me today I didn't get the name of it, but it's a specific type of fracture that it's actually a cross. So this mm-hmm. is like. Here the, and the way they were interpreting is that she was ambushed and that God's making his presence known going like, nope, you're not going to take mm. this one. So really powerful, mm. really powerful. And I told her and I texted her and I was like, this is a warrior wound. Uh, he, you guys, when, when we're under, the convoy was not under attack the way you would think attack. Mm-hmm. The convoy was going into territory that the enemy has thinks is his. Okay. And when you look at demonic realms and spirit realms, so we've got heaven and then where all the spirit spirit, angels and demons are and then us. Okay, Um, we need to get into heaven and look down and then we can see, you know, angels and demons, you know, going at it. Um, But at the border, there's just a lot of demons who have been allowed to stay and encouraged to stay and conjured up and some probably child blood sacrifices to to go and hang out there with you know these cartels and all this this darkness but um you have to understand and know that one christian one christian is more powerful than all the hosts of satan yes the word of god 
saying the name of Jesus, invoking Jesus, you can obliterate the enemy. Does it help to have more? Yeah, it like, really does. Lots of them. And so we'll get, what happened with this convoy, and, and, and you know, um, my friend Corey even said this on a message, um, what, what the message of fear did was bring the numbers down to Gideon's army. And only those who had a really strong faith mm-hmm. were there and showed up. It was a sorting. It, really, it was a threshing right there. It really was. It's very, very powerful. And it's um, a, a big moment, I think, for the nation, bigger than people are going to realize. Because, Michelle, you had a word on that today, right? Which one? The one about kind of the, the pivot and that this was a time to where, where people are equipped now to start taking the nation back. Yeah, well, and, and this is one of those things where we're living in an hour where God has specifically designed everyone to to this moment, right? <laughs> like everybody's like, Scott, you you have cattle, right? And mm-hmm. you trying to get them to go through a gate, right? We're <laughs> all literally, you've, you've seen the cattle in there. You've got to get them all to the gate. We've We've all been herded by God to go through this one door, right? Yep. And as you go through this door, you are being handed weapons of warfare and you are being equipped. Um, And so right now in this hour, I want you guys to be encouraged. You're ready. I'm going to speak this to you right now. You Mm -hmm. are ready for what is coming, but what is coming is intense and the people around you are not ready. And that's the difference. And so it's your job to then also equip the saints. While I was sitting here, though, I did want to I was getting a little bit more of an expounding on this word that you just spoke, Leah talking about conjuring up things. And, you know, I know that when we talk about sex magic, people get uncomfortable because they're like, yeah, that's not really real. Totally real. Um, Chris Burgard, who Scott's going to have on his show, um, he is the producer and I think director of Capital Punishment. With Nick Searcy. With Nick Searcy. It's a phenomenal documentary on J6. He got up and he spoke today and he did something that is difficult to do he spoke about what actually happens to these mm. little girls and boys mm-hmm. at the border and yeah. how many times they're raped and, and their, their panties and their bras being hung in these trees and like really, really like intense. He was very destructive. Children who are given over and as a, as a means of payment. To be raped over and over and over again. Okay, this was disgustingly, he did a good job, but it was a lot, right, to take in. And, you know, everybody, we keep getting these words about these snakes in the river down there as you're crossing over and that being represented by like the demonic. I'm going to tell you guys something this, and this ties into our favorite topic here and at resistance chicks is (laughs) Alfred Kinsey was literally doing these acts to tied with Aliester Crowley tied to sex magic. And so you're seeing down at the border, every single time a child is, or a woman or a boy is raped at the border, they are conjuring up satanic beings. In payment. And and then you've got money involved. And so the amount of demonic activity at the border is probably, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak this prophetically, it's probably the most act, demonic activity in the entire nation happens at that border okay so if you're going to take on and i would and that supersedes dc i'd use the word converges okay whatever it converges on the border because they're coming yes but what i'm saying is it's down there it's not in dc Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. but it feeds Mm -hmm. the demons in dc yeah okay and so going down to the border like they have done wow there's that's why we've been under spiritual attack this week that's That's why why they've opened opened the the border 
It's not to let the people in, Scott. It's to let the demons in. We're just getting that. Lee and I just got that word at the same time you heard it. That's, yep. I'm with you. I 100% with it. As you're talking, you said payment. It's not just money payment. You're paying the demons. You're paying, you're paying the devil. It's, with this, it's those, the souls. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what the souls are trying to steal and destroy. This mm -hmm. is very, very dark. And this is what these camps are set up around there of different cartel elements and keeping in mind that the U.S. government, a.k.a. our friends of the CIA, thank you very much, have been very active in building that whole network down there for a very singular purpose, to build up a massive satanic route down at our southern border. They will flood in here. And this is what we have. This is, you look at what MS-13 does and you look at what the cartels have done now. They've even created their own um, saint in the church. And it's... Um, and a, it basically translates to the, the the saint of death, and it's in the Catholic Church, and they've they've had it installed in the churches down there, and and it is it is literally the a combination of carpe diem, which is live for the day, and death. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. enjoy the moment, and before you die is essentially how it translates. Mm -hmm. So they use that as a motivation to do pain and anything they want to anybody, mm -hmm. and it's, mm -hmm. they they embrace this process of death. It's in the church. That's how corrupt it is. Mm -hmm. So. It's just like we would, we we know that there's power in good. We know there's power in God. Right. And we want more angelic beings. And I think for the first time, and, and, and this is just another piece of the puzzle, as we're, we're talking this out, um, the word that I got for, um, for today. We should just make Gospel of Peace a prophetic show. What's the Lord saying today? Sounds good to me. Yeah, so, yeah, what's the what's the Lord saying today? Uh, I got this today, and I, I don't say this lightly. Um, so I think it, it's it's true. It's absolutely true. Let me see if I can. I'm gonna bring this up. Where was I? Send it to. You've been blasting it out all day. I know. Yeah. So to Jamie, I said, um, "You're on the front lines, taking back our nation. This is a battle wound, my warrior sister. I'm so proud of you all." You are taking back territory tonight. I feel the glory and the power of God all over me now. I can literally see you all cleansing the land of so many demons. They can't stand what you're doing. They can't stand you bringing the power and the presence of God and holiness. They are trying to hang on, but you have too many troops. <laughs> they are overwhelmed. They will lose this one. Victory is assured today. You have taken back the border. That's good. That's good. It's a really good word. It really is. I'm going to cut out and go turn off our live stream. Yeah, okay. You do that. Are they fun? Are they done? They're done. They're done. So this other word that I got, I want to, if I, I could read, if I could, because yeah, um, I've been getting this word fire and ice for months and I thought it, what is I, what is the ice part? I mean, I see fire and water, but what is fire and ice? And yesterday morning I was watching a, um, uh, an interview with Brett Weinstein, who's not a Christian evolutionist and Tucker Carlson. And he went down with Michael Yon to, uh, to the Darien Gap, which, I learned something new. I did not know there was no, I didn't know there was not a road at all between Panama and Colombia. Like I didn't know that, like learn something new. Okay. I can, I can learn new things. Um, but it was, it was a very interesting interview. He kind of painted it as um, maybe China having military men come over for another wave of war. Um, so fire and ice, fire and ice for months. I have been saying this over and over my spirit and I didn't understand. I finally got it. Ice immigration and customs for enforcement, like literally the ice you know, down the border. Fire is judgment. Judgment is coming over the border. 
the Lord is actually, it's God actually judging the nation. The reason the convoy is down there is to repent and ask God to remove the judgment that is coming on our nation. It is so much bigger than we can imagine. Brett Weinstein went down with Jan to Daring Gap. What he saw shook him, and he didn't want to spread false conclusions. I don't believe he's a Christian, and he is an evolutionist. However, he sees uh, evolution almost as a punishment when things get out of order. He saw so many Chinese, especially men. China's one-child policy has led uh, to expendable men, men they could use as soldiers. I don't know if that's the case, but I do know that China has a long-game war against America, not to destroy the land, but to devour our resources. Possibly move in, but not with guns and bullets. COVID first. COVID was war. We are in the midst of a multi-phase war. Whatever is coming next is being transported over the border. Pray this weekend that the plot will be foiled. It's good. So I think the, the biggest part I think that people need to take away from this is just how there didn't take thousands. It took that refined few that stayed truly within the power of faith because mm-hmm. we really saw it down there. And it was and everything coming out of there from Pastor Rod that was down there. And he and I were sharing prophetic notes today. And it was amazing, the connection, because I would call him and he'd say, I just had that. Literally. Really? Like, yeah, I mean, like, we were talking about was the, that today? Or oh, yeah. Was the, today? the last two days, it's been like this. Last day. So I'd call down, and and I pointed out a couple of people that were showing up in, in, in prayer that he needed to zero in on, and without mm-hmm. picking names in particular, but just influencers. And it's like, mm-hmm. these, these people, and he, he said, like, at one time, every time, it was like, I just got that, or mm-hmm. I just shook their hand, or I mm-hmm. just got called to do this. So... God is really moving to, and he's, and I think the other thing to do, which is to recognize is that he's looking at everybody. So it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody that was there, however, if you came, you're getting touched and you're going to get, you're, you're, you're going to get shaken and you're going to, you're going to come to Jesus. I just very, very simply put, right. Yeah. So that was the other word that came last Sunday, I believe. I think that's when we, when I, um, I don't remember exactly when it was, it came, but I've shared it with you. That the what they were doing there, in addition to the border, which is they were laying down a spiritual wall. This is the beginning of mm-hmm. establishing a spiritual wall on our border that's literally like a hedge of protection, but deeper, bigger. Amen. That this Amen. is where it is stripping the demonic of the ability to come mm-hmm. into our our country, which we yes. we're not looking at this well enough. You know, I'm I'm going to just go to a a whole conspiracy thread that was going along when they were building that wall, right? And there was all this theory about the steel and the frequencies and they're going to t- stop the demonic. And literally, this was a whole thread of this. A lot of research into this. And it, and it's like, no one ever talked about the fundamental of like, why don't you just pray it in? <laughs> you don't have to build it. <laughs> just pray it in, right? I don't think anybody's driven that border. I was talking to Paul Cantrell today. He's like, well, sounds like we got to go get some barrels of, of oil and barrels of, of wine to start driving the border and anointing it. I mean, no one's done this. Could you imagine you guys with a bunch of oil and just like glug, glug, glug. It'd be awesome. It'd be great. like the greatest trip ever. And it's like when you look at what Pastor Ron did and his team, they hit the ground with a gallon of anointing oil and hit that entire area that they were in, in the, the whole orphanage. And they walked it, prayed it, and, and uh, sealed it. I mean, this is this is the type of warfare we're not accustomed to. And yet yeah. this is spiritual warfare. This is the like the fundamentals. How do you build your camp? How do you reinforce your walls? How do you how do you build a spiritual stronghold? Right? This is this is and within that, how do you build a spiritual firebase? This is what he did today. He created a spiritual firebase, which is an anointed area where people can come in, they can get saved, they can get delivered. That's his whole mission. He's like, mm-hmm. We're gonna turn this mm-hmm. border into and was it you, Leah, that was talking about this or someone maybe Michelle. Uh, well, Michelle, Michelle said it. 
Wait, what about having the entry points being deliverance points, or is that Pastor Ron? Oh, yeah, I did say that. I'm, I'm excited about this, because if you look at it historically speaking, right. and even to this day, the United States government does work hand-in-hand hand with Christian missions. They always have, yes. and I will say this, they always will. So at the border, we should have the Christian mission, maybe Pastor Rod Parker's church, you know, and you've got to go, then, through, you've gotta go tent, through the revival, revival tent. tent. And if you want a cot to sleep on, it's going to be the Christian revival cot. And if you want a meal, it's going to be an anointed meal. And, you know, you have to go through the tent. You have to be, like it. you know, spoken to by these people. And I think that, honestly, that is how we will stop all of this because the demons can't come through. We're not we're not waiting that enough. We do this. This is back to the same thing. What I loved so much about this, as I love about the Bars Fest, this it's always about the spirit first, right? And mm-hmm. Jamie and and Rob, and uh, and Pete just did an incredible job of bringing that point forward. And then you know the pastor on the ground, Pastor Rod Rod Parker and his wife, amazing job of bringing that as the point forward. I mean, Pete was cutting down, like literally cutting under cutting the legs out of any narrative. It was not about so faith. Good. Yes. Ah, you want that guy on your team. You bet. Uh, can you I do. just do a little bit of a shout out for two specific people? Yeah. That I, you know, I've kind of watched grow. And I just mean this very sincerely. Robert A. G. and Doc Pete. Like the way that they were and the way that they've been even leading up to this, they are so well-spoken and when i say that i don't that is a, is a cheesy phrase but i mean like the words that were coming out of their mouths the way that they were speaking it was so full of confidence it was so full of the power of confidence it was the power of god it was scripture it was anointed i mean they both sounded like pastors i mean they were literally i was looking at these two men of god going this is the best i've ever seen either of you mm-hmm. they, look, they were good they were good and their impact is it's hitting other people too you know, I think yeah. it's it, just like that story we already told of the separating out of those that came to her to do a different type of mission. I'm not knocking them. I mean, it's a Patriots came for a different type of mission. But instead of getting angry or violent, it was respectful. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, good. thank you. You know, but we're going to, we'll be here. More more like looking at somebody's like, I'm, I'll be in our reserve. We're not going to be here. We're going to go home. Despise not the days of small beginnings. We went in 2020. To, to a revival that Robert and Jamie had at Robert and Jamie's house. Mm-hmm. They had planned for at least two, three, four, five, ten thousand people. They had more porta potties than I had ever seen. <laughs> they had hand washing stations. They had enough barbecue to feed an army. And it, uh, at an almost off grid place in Texas. And they had parking, they had everything. And they didn't have the thousands, okay? Maybe a hundred or two. Um, and they were slightly, they were disappointed, okay, because they were ready. And Marty Grisham was down there. Chris Elijah was down there. Um, Donica, Donica was there. And we Definitely. made a lot of connections and a lot of prophetic words were prophesied out. And a lot were prophesied about Texas and about Robert and Jamie. And when God begins to move you into a realm, he's going to refine you. And so Robert and Jamie have been those who have allowed Holy Spirit to take them to the one They'll go on their remnant revolution tour. They'd have a fam- They'd go to a family of of five, and they and and then they they want to be baptized. A, a, a guy who was one. They came here and did a huge event, and we filled up a movie theater. It was fantastic. Um, but they've been doing these the, the kind of the um, the smaller things, honing in their skills, honing in their oratory. Robert literally spent an entire you know how many more five, five months just baptizing people. 
Yeah. And he learned there's an anointing that kind of, Scott knows this personally. Mm-hmm. When you do that many baptisms, when you are a part of that, that's, you know, we ordained Scott here um, just really because he needed to be ordained, not because it was our ministry, but like you become a pastor. Mm-hmm. That's what Robert and Robert's been done. getting into that. And we said some prophetic words over him here about mm-hmm. being an evangelist. And um, the the Lord has spoken to me in this last word that I'll say. Um, I have been uh, to and put on many events, but I've never experienced the sustained fervency of the Holy Spirit and the constitutional revol- resolve like today. The Lord is telling me that the patriots have educated themselves to the point that they can now take the country back. The Mm. Constitution is the key. State and federal, common law and natural law. Stand on those with a holy heart and we cannot fail. Well done, my good and faithful servants. Your fight to uh, reconstruct the restructure the government back to the founding principles has begun today. Mark this day, February 3rd. This is the day the patriot got God's attention to begin to move mightily on their behalf. He was just waiting for our troops to be trained enough. Uh, good enough is great. And so I, what I see is every single step that we've all taken, especially since COVID or 2020 or whatever, um, maybe even since Donald Trump, uh, has been a, a step in. And we've all, what I'm so proud of you guys listening right now is you were supposed to be educated according to the Constitution Declaration as a, as a child. And you have all put yourself in high speed, accelerated, like, you know, night school, which is exactly what you're doing when you're watching our show or Scott's show or, or, or Jaron Jackson's show. You're literally trying to amass. You're hungry. You're like drinking out of a, a fire hose the knowledge that you need to take this country back. And especially, you know, with Jaron Jackson and the common law, um, I think we've reached a point of, of a baseline <laughs> where we know enough. And I would even say that even since Bard's Fest, um, there was a, there's been a push to understand common law. And mm-hmm. since then, what, three or four months, people have been digging in very deep into the founder's Bible, into the founding nation. They've gone even, Bars Fest was a catalyst to get people into, okay, now do some more, um, ed- home education basically so that you can take your country back. And I truly believe with all my heart that all these things are converging. And then governor Abbott with his letter cited Article 4, Section 4, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. Guys, we didn't know those a year or two ago. Right. We do now. There, there's an interesting word I had here, and I'm, I'm just kind of tightening it up here, but in relevance to a lot of this, and it, it was today, it was really asking, it was a powerful question related to uh, some personal prayers I was doing, and it, it really came out, and I think it's something that's relevant to everybody right now, and it's, it starts out with what are you doing? We are at war. And is your role to critique? Is your role to be stepping aside? Are you not willing to step into the fight and stand side by side in the trenches? Mm. Your your collective experience of your life isn't something that you need to be recognized for. The question is, where is your voice now? Really good word today. Um, I think everybody needs to take that in my opinion, and just to really settle on that, because this is what you're seeing down there with people that they were all walks of life. They didn't hesitate. Mm -hmm. They went there and every voice counted today. They stepped in, you know, and this is, and they were there for the right reasons. This wasn't for the many things that was there. What was most amazing is that people were there for all sorts of reasons, but they came in the end to the singular place of worship and Mm -hmm. a singular place of repenting 
of coming to Christ and standing there in one and in unison in the body of Christ, which mm-hmm. supersedes the nation. So we say it, right? It's bigger than. And that was what we've been talking a lot about. Pastor Rod and I have talked about it. We've talked about it here. And this is just fundamentally something that is hard for people to get their head around, but it's so important right now. And it ties in with everything we're talking about. These people that are coming across the border, everybody would like to say, you need to go home. I got it. Okay, they're here illegally. There's a lot of arguments for that to happen, but here's the real of it, and we have to start getting practical. There's 22 million people. Logistically, to move people out like that, you sure as heck don't do it overnight. However, if you don't start engaging them from the Christian heart, they're going to come here and they're going to be your enemy when things go bad. Because the next, all that has to happen now is to take their free stuff off the list and shut the money flow off, and they're instantly desperate and angry because they were betrayed. If you're, we're engaging them with Christ, a number of things happen. If they do get deported, they leave with the with the blessing of Jesus in their heart to take it back home. If they, many of them, will leave on their own because once they see what this country is about, they're going to want to go home. We talked about that last night or yesterday on the show on Brighton about the your, your roofer right who wanted to he wants to be down there and a lot of these people are coming here for a, a, they're desperate. They're not all bad people. We've got embedded, no. and this is what I'm saying, Many we have to separate. Many of them are incredibly broken. Yes, yes. And and really broken and used to being abused. <sighs> yes, yeah, so abused. And so when, you're, when we're offering them deliverance and salvation as a mechanism into their lives, we're offering them what God wants them to have. Mm-hmm. If they stay, they become a positive element within the society. If they get deported, they take that back home to fix their own. And yeah. if they decide that they want to go back home, they're going back repaired, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. But made whole again. It's it is the right way to approach this because the the bigger mechanism. Let's just say, in the fall, Trump wins, and he says, "Okay, we're going for deportation." I do not care how fast you move. You can do the math on how many seven four sevens or seven five sevens it's going to take or how many buses it's going to take to move 22 million people. I got news for you. That's mm-hmm. the size of the city of New York. It ain't happening quick. And you still have to round them up, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. so this is, they're going to be here. So do the, we do the goodwill thing of making sure they understand their, the, the elements of faith, that we bring them to Christ, we deliver them, and then the next part, introduce them to what the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights says. Many of these people don't even know how to read. This is huge opportunities for a humanitarian effort into these folks, even though I know they're being propped up with food and propped up with housing and propped up with clothing when we have Americans starving. I get that, and I'm not taking away from that. But it's nonetheless that we've got a problem here because they are potentially more radicalized than even the Americans themselves because once they've been brought here, and brought here under false pretenses. I mean, this is where Stephen Prouse has been saying that his word has been out here, and he's a fourth watch. He's been out here passing out. He's got 50 million business cards being printed with a, the QR code on it, literally to engage people and hand it to them. It says in, in their lang- in different languages, you've been betrayed. Go home. So, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what my mom says. You need to tell them you've been betrayed. Go home. Um, but I will... <laughs> You know, one more story. I, I uh, had a long conversation with um, an illegal here who um, I actually shared uh, chores with um, somewhere. And uh, we were we had a, a very interesting conversation, uh, uh, person to person, uh, equal, 
mano y mano. And he said that he did a lot of work for um, wealthy people in the wealthiest neighborhood in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And he said they, by and large, they were all Republican and they, they he had kind they of a network. like a slave. They had a network of um, other illegal immigrants that would do this work. And he goes, they always pay the least amount of money. And, and to the point where a lot of these wives in like these big houses, he said there was one that was like, I can't pay you. My husband won't give me any to pay you. Can you still work? And it's like all these crazy stuff. He's like, they don't pay. And so it's like literally they're they're paying these these guys who, if they had hired an American contractor mm-hmm. to do the work, it's like a, you know probably about a you know hundred dollar an hour job. You're tiling the bathroom or something like that, right? Right. Um, but they can get these migrants in and treat them like trash because they are they because they will take it. They'll take being treated like trash. And I think that we need to kind of reevaluate how we view um, illegal immigrants and see them as human beings in need of dignity. Because we even talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there has to be some dignity. So let's do a quick round of comments and then how about if we go to prayer? How does that work? Uh, My comment is this what a mighty God we serve. Mm. And when you read throughout scripture over and over again, when you know, prophets or, you know, main characters, heroes in the Bible were trying to convince God to do a thing. One of my favorite things that they always do is, and this is layman's terms here, God, please show up. And here's why I'm asking you to do so, because I don't want these other people to think that you're not a mighty God with a strong arm. Mm. Don't allow yourself to look stupid here. This is what I would say that this convoy event which I'm going to guess, because I think Robert had even said they're going to do some church type stuff tomorrow um, because it's Sunday. It's not going to stop. Um, This event showed everybody the mighty hand of God. Mm. And I just feel like everybody was waiting for today. And then, and then, and you're going to hear this stuff. I wait, wait for Monday, because I can guarantee you that you hear the people go, Oh, well, it didn't turn out to be that big of a deal and yada, 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 (laughs) yada, yada, but they're not going to repent for what they said but well i hope they do actually but deep down inside they're gonna know wow i was wrong and i personally had a hand in keeping people from going down to a godly event where god showed up and showed his arm mighty but what you will see moving forward and leah just prophesied this out we took the border back Mm -hmm. The, the convoy was called take our border back and i believe truly that that was successful. So now we're going to watch the spiritual fallout of that as these demons flee and scream. And back to the word that God gave me that one big thing was going to happen every single month throughout all of 2024. This convoy was January's because it started in January and you wait. I don't know what February has in store. Okay. But you're going to watch all of these big giant dominoes fall every single month going into 2024 and God is going to show his hand mighty but I'm going to reiterate the word that I've been getting consistently and I want you guys to take this to heart please repent Mm -hmm. turn from whatever you got going on your life I don't know if you're reading those dirty romance novels ladies or you're looking at porn guys or you're just prideful arrogant whatever I don't care what kind of sin you have going on in your life get it together because what is coming God is bringing his wrath. He is bringing his uh, justice to this nation. And a, and a plug, I want you guys to set aside this date for April 8th. 
because we're joining with Scott Kesterson and all of Bards Nation right here in Ohio for the solar eclipse. Yep. We're going to call it the Eclipse Revival. That's my, I just came up with that the other day. Okay. The Eclipse Revival, <laughs> April 8th, mark it on your calendar. It's going to be an all-day event. We're going to do it at Pastor Neil Peterson's Church in Brookville, Ohio. It's just outside of Dayton. Um, April 8th, God spoke to me and he said, the hourglass gets turned. That's huge. It's huge. Yeah. I I, I think just us uh, talking what, what Neil Peterson and all the military guys call an after action report. Nicely done, um, Leah. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretending. <laughs> I'm such a poser. Um, I've been around so, so many military guys, I just pick up your lingo. Um, but yeah, the, in this after action report of, of kind of what we got to be spiritual kind of periphery, mm-hmm. you know, on that and, and kind of cover these guys in prayer and, and see what we're doing together as a group. I want you guys to understand that, you know, this is kind of an interesting thing for us. Uh, when you guys are uh, watching online and we say you're a part of it, so we're part of it. We were a part you of it. You know, we're a part of it. And and it's very true. You can be part in the spirit. And that's the whole point. And that's where we need to we need to see ourselves as spiritual beings. And you can be there. I was there in spirit. Like when it says you're there in spirit, like like legit. Like I was there in there spirit. There were so many comments that said, Thank you so much for streaming this. I saw a lot of comments that said I wish I had gone. Yeah. But you know, being there in spirit and 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 the spirit realm and, and kind of that push. Um, I'm just so glad. Uh, I'm just so happy for for this success and so far so good and it's going to be a success and as we pray that through but the words that kind of culminated in this after action report i feel like are so incredibly important um the snakes that we saw the mm-hmm. snakes that we see gone um the 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 kind of the 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 sex magic that the cartels are doing um by you know raping why why do that why do they it's obviously not a sexual uh pleasure thing it's a, a humiliation thing it, it mm-hmm. is a um cult thing Mm-hmm. And that they're doing to the women and to the children yeah. to get them up. And it is to conjure up demons. And I've never, I haven't seen it. I've been asking, begging God to show me what's going on in the border. So why are they, why do they want an open border? Why are they facilitating this? Well, they work for a demonic realm. This is an occult. And we, it's so great when you know what you're dealing with, then you can work with that, right? These, they, they're letting demons in. And it's not so much just the bad guys that they're letting in because they're raping these women and these children and probably boys too. And the, the demons attached to these people. So the, these innocent people are carrying the demons into just like they're carrying fentanyl or cocaine or mm-hmm. whatever over the border. They're carrying the demons into the border, which makes them. And the only thing, and I truly believe this is another word from God, that the open border is what is feeding the beasts of this Biden foe administration, mm-hmm. keeping them in full of power. And that they know that no matter what uh, any sort of even Democrat mayors are saying, um, they can't close the border because it's feeding their satanic need. And if they even close the border a little bit, they recognize that the demonic uh, entities that, that are coming over the border, then they're going to lose everything. And right? this is the end of Michael Yon's story. This is the ending he's looking for. This is the 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 why. This is the why. It, it, it's spiritual. When you recognize that they're conjuring up demons, and that's why nothing that they're doing is making sense because it's plunging Joe Biden's numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where everybody's like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Um, well, we know now we know now know why, and we know how to take their power back. And this was part of it. So thanks to Robert, Jamie for, for doing that. You said something, uh, Michelle earlier that uh, about the demons and both of you talked about, it. I think what's really important is that as we see demons attached and you both have mentioned that look for who's going to be the noisiest on this. It's going to be mm-hmm. demon-possessed people. If they're going to start condemning this, I don't care, in any mm-hmm. form, denouncing it, saying it's not a big deal, 
And mm-hmm. look, you can have good voices that have demonic influence on them. Let's be clear, because oh, one hundred percent, right? So pay attention to what people come, what people are speaking out on this. If they're going to start putting it down, well, it's not a big rally. It didn't turn out to be a big a deal. That's one level. If you can have another level of like this was just Christian nationalists again. All of those are demonic voices coming through. Mm-hmm. And the Christian nationalist one is a big one. Uh, it, it is truly a demonic voice because it's a fear voice. It's a fear voice of mm-hmm. demons. So when you get that, when you receive that smile, because you're like, okay, <laughs> we know what you're afraid of because what they're most afraid of is the reestablishment of Christ on the throne of this nation because they're done when that happens. They have no more power. There is a tremendous amount of panic when you take an event like this and you take the total number of people, which I'm going to estimate it under a thousand that was down there. Okay. A lot of media attention. Consider the resources that the federal government tried to organize and deploy, including biometrics on these people. Why would they be so concerned for 500 or 1,000 people? What would be the big threat? Well, the big threat is Jesus. That's the big threat. So if you understand that, you know, you will be persecuted if you walk with, as you walk with me. That is the whole point here. And that is that we have to take that stand. So it really gets back to that place of step into the war now. You know, there's no more time. This is we are. If you're waiting for the war to come, or you're waiting for the end times, or you're well, I can't stand that. But anyway, you're if you're waiting for the collapse of society, so you can go into the basement and pull out your ammo bag and start lock and loading, and you're going to think you're going to have a war. Look, guys, that's yeah. It, the real war is spiritual right now, and if, and I would just say this: if you doubt that, listen to what Doc Pete is telling you. I know what we talk mm. about in private. He's on the front line. I know that his first line of effort, when you look at him and he looks for protection, by the way, he doesn't turn to body armor. His first line of protection is scripture and his prayer teams and his intercessors. That's what he sees. So when we were talking to him today, he was completely into that because he was like, I have got, and that's why he called me tonight, mission complete, letting you know. He is looking at that protective element around him that have been praying for him all day, focusing on him all day. That's his first line of effort and first line of protection. If Doc Pete is getting that and he's seeing and he's confirming like lots of these things with even with his own dreams on the Leviathan, we're getting a lot of the, the issues down there. If you if he's seeing that and understanding that, yes, it may it will take a physical form, but the reality is you've got a Lieutenant Colonel Green Beret down there it's putting the first line of effort as spiritual warfare. Everybody better put the first line of effort as spiritual warfare. That's what we're doing right he's now. He's the leader. He is. He's, set, he's setting it. the tone. And the pace, yes. And so. I don't think you were, you might not have heard, but they did a Twitter space with some truckers from around the world. Oh, wow. And they had on a lieutenant colonel, lieutenant colonel, I think, in from Australia, um, a retired one. And he went full on... You know, mate, and this, and he was, and it was all, and he's super Christian. There was another guy from Australia that was like super Christian, and um, they're like, "We're watching you, America, and we're taking your your cue." Good. I was like, "Huh." Well, the world is watching, and I think what the world has been watching and waiting for has been us to go to full civil war. That's why they're pushing this narrative out there. They want the mm-hmm. world to believe that there's no way through this but the people killing themselves. And how you destroy this this deep state, ultimately destroy it forever, is you step into the spiritual fight and you say, no, this is not, mm-hmm. we're not going to need the guns. I had this exact talk with Paul today. 
And this was another word, and, I, and I'll kind of wrap my comments up, and then we can go to prayer. God has been really putting on my heart to step back from 2A and put into the, the faith, uh, faith and spiritual warfare. And when I say that, we have a right and must defend the, what is essentially your kingdom space. That's your home. That's, and, the, and, mm. and so that is really where your line of defense is, right? But as mm. an offensive war where we are fully armed and ready to go, it is spiritual. And here's the best mm -hmm. thing about it. When you understand what spiritual warfare is, you have no penalty for killing a demon. Let me just be clear about this. There's no penalty. That's so comforting because I do worry about killing people in real life. Because I don't want to go to jail. It's the only reason I don't kill people. Right, but you're not demons going to jail. Slaying baby, you're not, all day. It, it, you can slay all the demons you want all day long, and and you're only going to get rewarded in heaven. I don't know what to tell you. Yes. Right. So you don't have to worry about going in front of a judge and explaining to yourself, well, like judge, I had I had this Leviathan thing come up and I cut its head off and I just like <laughs> like spread its babies out on the ground and I burned them in the in the Holy Spirit. And he's gonna be like. Okay, good. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds like, so and if you're wanting warfare, it's all around you. Like, you know, as, as, as said in, in combat, you want to get your gun on? How about you get your spiritual sword on and go like there fight the demons and like lay waste because no one's, your rules of engagement are kill everything. That's beautiful. I love this. So you yeah. have to do the thing now. What am I doing? T-bone. Throw your hands way up in the air. That's the sound of the electric chair. Ah, that's the sound of demons screaming for their life. And I'm the demon executor. Hit the switch tonight. Yeah. <laughs> that's T-Bone. Okay. Thanks. That was good. like that. All it's right. better on video. White girl rap. For everybody listening on Podbean right now, I am recording this. I'm, upload, I'm going to upload. And Scott Kesterson will upload. He's going to send it to Hannah. Version. You're going to send it to Hannah. She'll upload I'm it. I'm going to send it to Hannah and it will be on your rumble channel thank you you can see his face and it looks like a new haircut he has been doing new haircut that's a different take your ear things off real quick show everybody your night haircut turn your hair head sideways it's a that's a younger look man look how snazzy he looks who's cutting your hair me i cut my hair i was gonna say your barber's giving you a new style would you get that from a magazine no i just decided to change the spacer on the side to a three and just and just kept the top and no more than nothing less than an eight so three on the side, eight on top. Did you use a Floby? <laughs> no, he's just using regular trimmers. <laughs> Matt's got a Floby. It hook, a vacuum hooks up to it and everything. No, that, on TV thing from no, like the my, 90s. Mine, mine goes all over the, the bathroom floor, and I my Floby is a is a broom. Gotcha. <laughs> and then when I'm done, I take a shower, so it all gets anything extra in there gets washed off. So it's good. No, no Floby, no Floby. So it's good. All right, who wants to start prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. I thank you so much, man. We just, we enter your gates with thanksgiving. We enter mm. your courts with praise for the gigantic success of this convoy that started on Monday and arrived safely yesterday and kicked it off with just an incredible revival event. I just pray that this revival doesn't stop, that Rod Parker and his ministry will be able to minister to everybody at the border. I thank you that these snakes are being um, beheaded and thrown into the lake mm. of fire, never to return. I thank you that 
all of this sex magic is going to stop in the name of Jesus, that we have taken back our mm. border. And I thank you for Robert and Jamie. I thank you for Banners for Freedom. I thank you for Doc Pete. I thank you for mm. everybody that was involved in all of this, from the least of these to the biggest name, all, everyone involved. I pray that they get blessed. Anybody that showed up. potty deliverer. Amen. Anybody that showed up, people that made sandwiches and food and, and all of the things. I thank you for the tech people. I know they had a, a bunch of spiritual attacks. I think that they pulled it out in the end. Everybody that live streamed or, well, yeah, there they were a lot of people that live streamed it on YouTube, those brave, amazing people, the people that uh, <laughs> shared the live stream and made it go viral. I just thank you that you're going to bless everybody that was involved yes. in and everybody that said, no, this is God. Even if they didn't have anything to do with it, they just affirmed it. And they said, no, this sounds like God to me. I just pray that you bless <laughs> these people. And yes. I thank you, Lord God, that we are going to have a revival of salvation of, of uh, immigrants and migrants in this nation, uh -huh. that they will get filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized uh, with the evidence of speaking in tongues and be yes, filled with your Holy Lord. Spirit to be able to say to these tyrants in the United States, mm. be gone in the name of Jesus. And no, there are no ramifications for casting out a demon and killing a demon and slaying a demon. But if they're attached to a human body and there's ramifications to that, then just so be it. So I thank you, Lord God, that um, you are taking this nation back in the name of Jesus, that our people who are called by your name have humbled themselves and they have turned from their wicked ways and they are seeking your face and you are hearing from heaven and you are healing our land. So thank you, Lord God. I just want to just give an an awesome amount of praise for everything that you have done surrounding this event, shutting the mouths of lions, bringing hail when it when needed to literally send these people packing. They wouldn't have wanted to be there anyway because they all would have been exercised. So I just thank you, Lord God, that you're going to continue to protect everybody involved. And I just look forward to what's coming. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Lord, I got some words. I got the word door closed, victory, you did it. And mm -hmm. then the word, as Michelle was praying, I got was the great Spanish revival starts Whoa. in America. Wow. Christians will unite. And the trap set by uh, the set by Haman uh, the White House will fall into. That's good. Wow. And so these Christians are going to rise up and these uh, all these uh, Spanish-speaking, uh, the Spanish-speaking world is going to be a revival that starts in America, and it will lead to a mass exodus and a mass demigration and a mass uh, family unification. If anybody is, 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 a, is, is a prophetess or going to write some of those things down, these are major words from God. A mass, a deep, a mass, um, deportation, self-deportation and demigration and family reunification. Come on. These children are going to be reunified with their family because there's not one child that doesn't have a good loving family member. This is a word from God. Wow. They put in a home somewhere. And if, if, for, if for some reason that they don't, they will be taken in by a loving Christian family. So I just claim homes and families for all these missing children yes, and for all of these trafficked the children. Jesus. Right now, for every woman that is being treated as a slave, as a cleaner or a, or a caretaker, I just set you free. Yeah. We a know that exodus. there's like 70 or 80% of women are raped. That means they're carrying massive trauma over here. So that means that they can be used and abused and they are being used and abused in these factories. Where are they working? By people who are taking advantage of people mm -hmm. who are broken and, and then you have the rest to become criminals. And so, Father God, I pray for deliverance of healing yes. and deliverance from violence. And I pray, Father God, the drug cartel members and, and all these gang members will get baptized with the Holy Spirit. They will be uh, forgiven. And, Send and them all the glad now tidings, Lord. Amen. And, and and they will begin to turn on the, the 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 massive Democrat trap and they will become these these fire breathing 
um, conservatives who will who if they're supposed to be here and stay, they will vote out every sort of uh, transgender uh, mutilation agenda on the books. And I thank you for a new party. This is another word from Holy Spirit. A new party arises tonight. This is the constitutional party Come on, and I... it will rise up and people will unify under the constitutional party. Uh, we, we thought that we needed to stay within the realms of Republican and Democrat. And the Lord says, I am going to, I've used this convoy. I'm using you as a battering ram to, to destroy this two party system that has been so corrupt that God is going to, and is spewing the Democrat and Republican party from his mouth. And anybody who stays in the party or tries to redeem this party will be caught up in a flood and in a tsunami. Tsunami. From now on, we all need to be thinking of a reunification party. And these uh, migrants who are here will be Christian and they will be part of this party. And so the Democrats won't have them. You don't have them in your redistricting. There's not going to be blue. There's not going to be red. But Holy Spirit is going to be the light and the sun, maybe Amen. even the yellow party. I don't know. I literally just saw okay. that before you said so it. So I just thank you, Amen. Father God, oh, blue and yeah. yellow. And I just thank you, Father God, that the fringe of the flag. There, 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 there is the anointing that coming over this land you guys there are prayers that we can pray in the natural and there's prayer that we pray in the spirit when you pray prayers in the spirit you pray the perfect will of god and the word of god says that if uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much and if we ask anything according to his will we know that we have those things we have asked so we need to ask we need to ask according to his will he says that some of you ask and you ask amiss because you don't know what his will is some of you are asking things but it's you're asking beyond where your righteousness will take you and you will say hey wait a minute i didn't know it was my righteousness but you see faith works by love and if you aren't walking in God's love and you were walking in sin and you were walking in perversion, you can't operate in those realm of faith. So you have to dunk yourself in the anointing. The problem is, is it's you, you do take on the righteousness of Christ, but you aren't, you are, you're the, the, the righteousness of Christ that you have taken on is only getting you so far. It's only giving you peanuts. You mm -hmm. must re you want to hang on to yourself and at the same time, move mountains with your prayers. And the Lord says that you must take on the fullness of the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Jesus in order to get your prayers answered. So go go less of self, more of Christ. And as you're less of self, more of Christ, then you're going to see your prayers answered. Then you're going to see those miracles. Then you're going to see a little bit more of the healings and the manifestations. And some of you want to raise the dead. And the Lord Come said, on. you're not righteous enough to raise the dead because you have not dunked yourselves into the embodiment of Jesus Christ. You have not allowed yourself to be in his cocoon of who he is. And you have to be in the cocoon of who he is. Paul and Peter, Peter were in the cocoon of who Jesus was. Elijah and Elijah were in the cocoon of who God was and that's why they were righteous enough to, to raise the dead it wasn't their righteousness they put themselves wow, into the righteousness of god and so father god right now we ask you that you would help us to find our way into your righteousness i, I the, the word tonight somebody spoke of gold i don't know if it was pastor rod parker i believe he said that the fire of, of god will, will, will do a a 12 carat piece of gold is a certain uh heat or for a 14 piece carat piece of gold is a certain heat but when you get a 24 carat gold the impurity that, that you have less impurities because the heat is hotter. So, Father God, we ask to be those 24 karat pieces of gold that you turn the heat up so hot that there's no impurities left in us and that we will be so pure and so shining that when we come across a, a, a migrant band, when we come across uh, migrants who are, who are illegal immigrants who are putting our roof or, or, or putting the mulch down, that the power of God hits them all and we begin to get prophetic words for them even in their own language. That's why y'all need to start speaking in tongues. And I thank you, Father God, that we're going to get words of wisdom and words of knowledge 
knowledge and words of healing. And we are going to take back this nation. I thank you that we right now, the Lord says, I seal and heal the border. And the blood of Jesus, I seal it and I heal it and I speak these and things that's forth. Why it took and a I doctor, seal and heal it. Healing. In Jesus' so name, good. amen. And I do this in Arizona and I do it in California right now. And right now we just we just plead the blood of Jesus and the oil right now, the, the oil of joy and gladness right now over the entire border. And we say everybody who's coming over that border is going to get hit by the power of God and the Holy Ghost. And you're going to get a vision and a dream of where you're supposed to be and when you're supposed to be. And everybody in America from a Joe Rogan to a Joe Biden is going to know that Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And your money is nothing. I'm going to destroy your dollar bill. I'm going to destroy the voice that you think you have. And I'm going to say anybody who does not speak the voice of the Lord, I'm going to actually choke your voice out so that you shall not speak. I'm going to take your voice. I'm going to make it so that you're mute and you cannot speak. I'm going to take your, I'm going to take your voice. And, and God is going to amplify those voices like Robert and Jamie, who have been on their face before God, praying, 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 and nobody's watched them and nobody's seen what they've done in secret. The Lord says, what you do in secret shall be rewarded in the open. Everybody else is trying to get the, the claim, the fame, and trying to get up close to the to the Trumps and all these different things. And the Lord says, I'm going to speak to Donald Trump, and I'm going to dunk him in a vat of Holy Ghost. And I just pray, Father God, that whatever comes out of this in 2024, you are going to see God's man in the place of governance in America. Amen. So, uh, <laughs> that was good. I, I did get a word. It's pretty powerful. Um, we're getting it wrong. This was mm -hmm. the, the trap has been set. These aren't illegal aliens. This is God bringing in his army into mm -hmm. this nation. He's bringing in the peoples mm -hmm. from all over the world because he needs them healed. Because once mm -hmm. they come here, we're going to, he's draw, drawing in the evil. He's drawing in his children. He's drawing in the broken. He's draw, drawing in the disenfranchised. He's bringing them here. And as we bring them here, we need to be reaching into them. We need to be healing them. We need to be delivering them and bringing them to Christ. And he, he says, trust, trust in me because I'm going to expose, I'm going to expose the evil and you will deal with it. Mm. We will, we will trust in me for the, for the judgment because the evil will be removed and it will leave the mm. rest of the world weakened from the evil's force. And then I'm going to send my children out. This is, was the land where we did. <laughs> we went out and brought evangelist oh. movements to the world. Now I'm bringing the, everybody in together. We're going to bring together and heal. And then I'm sending them back out. They're going to go home. They're going to go to the world again. And the world will be mine. This is not about us. This is about the world. It's just evangelistic training. The Lord is bringing them here for evangelistic training. They will be trained. The Muslims are going to go back and they will win the Middle East. The Africans will go back and win Africa. The Haitians will go back and win Haiti. The Chinese. Haiti. The Chinese are going to go back and win China. So what your job is, is anytime you get around anybody that you think may not be American born, your job is to pray the Holy Ghost hits them with the power of God and Come gives on. them evangelistic fervor and 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 turns them into missionaries. Yes, yes. This is the This is the building of the missionary. Preparing the saints for the work of the ministry is the theme of this of this whole year, and they're coming in to become new, the missionary work for the world and for God. And so he says, "Don't have no fear. You need to lean into faith. Do what you do. Love thy brother. Love thy brother. Build them up. He will he will expose the darkness. And as the darkness is exposed, he's, he's he's reminding us again and again. I have. You're all soldiers in my army, and each one has a different place. Some will wield the sword of the spirit." Some will wield the sword of steel. Just trust in me. And that will be done. The evil will be neutralized. But the war is against the spirit. And as we separate the spirit, even those you think are evil, you'll find are just misled and are good. So seek the heart of the individual. Don't seek what you see. Seek the heart and in the spirit. 
This is a profound time. And so, Father, we're just going to pray on this and just ask you for your blessings upon this nation, the mercy upon this nation, and truly the, the courage of the warrior heart in Christ for people to stand up now and stand boldly into the gap and pray into this and be warriors in the spirit. Father, we also just pray a line, a, a complete bloodline across the entire southern border. And we Amen. declare this in the name of Jesus, and we anchor this in the name of Jesus, infinitely up and infinitely down, that this wall, this spiritual wall that we're now praying in, emanates from all the work that was done today across California and Arizona and and, Mex and Texas. And this wall is a wall that any evil that comes across cannot walk here bringing evil into this world. It is a true bloodline of separation, that if you come into this country now with evil intentions in your heart, you literally cannot cross or your heart will, the heart of evil will be stripped from you. And Father's also showing a, a movement, which is part of this, that there's, is like what I keep seeing is this, this massive amount of people that are at the border and this movement now that's going into Mexico and bringing mm -hmm. the evangelistic spirit into Mexico, going into the cartels, going into, into the strongholds of the enemy and tearing them apart with the love of Christ, literally dismantling mm -hmm. them from within as they leave themselves weeping on the floor before his feet. So, Father, we just ask for that amazing moment of, of, of clarity and encourage for those that have that ability to step in, to take away the compulsion that somehow we're going to be in civil war. We rebuke those words. We cast them out and, and bind amen. them at the amen. feet of Jesus. And instead, we pray into this country a moment of unity and revival, a powerful moment of our nation that we will be in unity and revival. And we're reminded, Father, in, even in the words in Habakkuk, look among the nations, observe, be astonished, wonder because I am doing something in your days you would not believe if you were told. We're also reminded, Father, in Romans 8, 28, and, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Father, this is an amazing moment, which you are showing us that you're going to take all that was intended for evil and turn it into good. So we turn our hearts to you. We humble ourselves before you. We pray for repentance of a nation, and we repent before you now for the sins of this nation. We bear that upon our, ourselves to lift mm -hmm. this nation up in the, in the glory of mercy. And we say, Father, lift us up now. Guide us in this hour. Give us eyes to see. Let the scales be ripped away. Give us the eyes that you need us to see. Give us the hearts you need us to heart to have. Give us the ears you need us to have to hear. And Father, let us do all things with the intention of your heart in everything we engage and do. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, while you were praying, I just wanted to pray for, there was a big day today for a lot of people who are running for office mm -hmm. in the state of Texas. And then, Father God, I just lift up all these great patriots who are praying, who are running for office and putting their lives, their fortunes and sacred honor on the line. I ask you to give them finances. I ask you to give them perfect, uh, protection. I ask you that you uh, give them uh, uh, a win in their primaries. And I ask you, Father God, that their elections will be true and righteous. That's right. And I thank you that we have been asking for men, and they were mostly all men. We've been praying for men to rise up, and they're rising up. And so they need us to lift them up in prayers, to get their names out there, and to begin to, to rally behind them. Because these are all, every single one of them was a constitutional man of God, not a Tea Partier, but a Constitution Party. Mm -hmm. And I thank you, Father God, that these men have learned the Constitution, that they are mm -hmm. rising up to institute the Constitution, that they actually know what's in it now and can use it. And I just pray that they win their primaries and they get into office and that you begin to move. And as we begin to pray for the state of Texas, as they begin to primary all of those uh, uh, awful uh, rhinos who tried to take uh, Ken Paxton out of office, I pray that every single one of those rhinos is primaried out and that we see how how Texas can begin to take back its legislature um, one step at a time. And I just plead the blood of Jesus over them. And I thank you for rising up these men, uh, men and women of God who are taking back 
true governance in Jesus' name. Father, we also want to bind every politician that's in this race and every Mm. politician. And now we want to bind their tongues to only speak truth. Any lies that they speak cannot be spoken and that they will only have an ability that even when they try to lie, the truth will be revealed. So whatever they're hidden in their hearts, it will become public. There'll be no hiding this. Amen. So they, there's no more lying to the people, no more promises, no more empty promises. Whatever they make, it will truly be exposed to what it truly is, and there'll be a transparency within their hearts and within their words, unlike anything we've ever seen. We declare this thing in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Whoa. We touched something, guys. Uh, we entered into one of those realms of heaven where... Um, today tonight in this prayer so thank you for the idea to, to do this scott because we entered something and when you enter into heaven it's a hard time leaving it because you can start to see all these things so i encourage you guys all to get there and ask holy spirit to take you into that place because you can literally stay all night and start rearranging mm-hmm. things on earth in heaven yep and you can do that and if you want to be prayed for in person, you can go to the Dan Patch Revival, which is literally a week from tonight in <laughs> Oxford, Indiana. Okay, we if you want to join us, yeah. go to resistancechicks.com and click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner that says Dan Patch Revival. If you want Leah and I to pray on you, there gonna be, there's going to be other people there. Abigail's going to be there to pray for you. If you need a move of God, if you need deliverance, if you need healing, if you just want to experience the Holy Spirit and you can get there, I want to encourage you guys to come. So that's your... That's next Saturday, right? Saturday the tenth. Yep. Huh. I'm gonna have the whole Kentrells here. I think I'm gonna live stream a a uh, a West Coast mini version of this. You should do it. Remember that was gonna be the plan originally for your birthday. Right. And so they all went away and now they're back. So they're all back this weekend. <laughs> so I think what I'm we'll do later. is we'll get a live stream going and we'll get the mic set up and we'll let Paul get on the cajon and we'll let the kids start speaking prophetic words and we'll just do that. How's that? that? Sounds awesome. Okay. That'll be good. This is an awesome show. The chat's alive. It's just exploded with all great prayers and wonderful things. You know, you it's you've been doing we we do this stuff and it's so hard when we have what is a victory. Just take the W, guys. Yeah. The win. Thank Tonight, you. take the W. You're gonna <laughs> get a t shirt. Just take gonna, the W. You're gonna man. win. We're gonna take win so much in twenty twenty four, you're gonna get tired of winning so much <laughs> That was a good one. Yeah, it was pretty but good. you can't get tired of winning. You, you applied it well. We, you took it out of Trump's realm. We just stole it back. Like, <laughs> you can't have it, Trump. We're taking it for God. That's the way it is. Oh, by the way, I'm, I am going to make one quick last prayer. Father, Jesus, we just need Trump to, like, get on his knees and pray and repent and, like, show, the nation, show the nation leadership through presidency that accepts Christ in his heart. He is reading the show Founders' Show him. Bible. Show them how horrible the vaccines are. Show them yep. what they did. Have them repent. Show them we don't want war in Ukraine. And show them how to have better discernment with people around him. Oh, amen. My goodness. Yes, please. Like, just call the 231 and they'll take over your entire staff and we'll be good to go. Good Seriously. I mean, like, just hire the 231. Everybody in there will step in and there'll be no problem. Trump's staff will be just like completely cleaned out. He'll win. And the country will be back on its feet in six months. And every every bad guy in D.C. will either be running for the ocean or swinging from a rope. So it's pretty good. And I pray that Trump will appreciate people who speak truth rather than people that um, kiss the ring. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, very good. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. That was like Lord of the Rings. We don't need any of that. No Sauron, please. The great eye. 
<laughs> honesty. Like he will value honesty more than loyalty. Last word, Michelle, then Leah, then me. Go. Last word. Repent or die. <laughs> I said what I said. I got it. Take the, take, take the win tonight, Patriots. Allow the Lord to feel, feel some freedom and some weight off your back tonight because <laughs> we did a good thing. Take the W. That's good. Yeah. Um, walk with Jesus. Everything. Value it through his heart. Just everything you do, gauge it through what Jesus would do. Simple. That's the church we're in, the only church. Hey, Patriots, thank you. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, we'll see you tomorrow morning for Coffee and Jesus. It'll be awesome. Until then or until the next time. Out for now. There we go. Michelle sits there. She literally changed her whole posture. I did. Yeah. It's, it's, I played softball growing. Waiting. Like I, she's like literally got into the moment. Taking a low hit, low pitch. There you go. All right. Out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest Oh, I want to feel something Let me get back in my body Close to me, look how it is.